Hi there, this is Michael Lowry, pastor of East Congregational United Church of Christ in Concord, New Hampshire, and this is the Love to Tell the Story podcast. As a minister, you tend to get asked a whole lot of questions. Most are pretty basic. People want to know, for instance, if they should address me as reverend, pastor, preacher, mister, father, or rabbi. And they're curious as to what leads a person to do this for a living. But then there's the, shall we say, more unique questions that I've gotten over the years. Like if I get to take home all the money that's received in the offering plates. Like what I do with all the spare time I have, since of course I only work one hour a week. Oy vey. And my personal favorite, if I could possibly do something about the weather we've been having lately. And by the way, my answer to that one, which came courtesy of a colleague of mine from years back, has always been the same. Sorry, I'm in sales, not management. But one of the questions I get asked most often has to do with the ministerial robe that I wear during worship. Actually, it's a question that comes up a lot during the summer when people are wondering if I have to wear it, especially on those days when the weather is so hot and humid. Or couldn't I at least wear shorts and a t-shirt underneath that hot robe? And the answer to those questions is, no, I don't have to, and yes, I have. Mostly, though, people's curiosity about this comes down to a single question. Why? Why do I wear a robe? Why is it important, and what does it mean? Well, to that question, let me just say that I don't wear a ministerial robe out of any kind of a fashion sense, nor do I wear it because of its beauty or color, or even out of a sense of familiarity about it or comfort. I wear the robe because it points to something beyond myself, even beyond church. The robe I wear, in fact, points to something eternal. To explain this, let me give you a little bit of background here. I've actually been wearing a ministerial robe for just about as long as I've been a pastor, which is almost 40 years now, believe it or not. My very first robe was a Christmas gift from my mother and father the year I began in the ministry as a student pastor, and which I literally wore out over the next 20 years or so. There have been a few other robes since then. The one I'm wearing now was presented to me by the good people of East Church on the occasion of the 30th anniversary of my ordination. And trust me here, they have been well used. Suffice to say that I have worn a robe at nearly every worship service, wedding, funeral, or other ecclesiastical event in which I've been involved as a pastor. In addition to the robe itself, there is also the stole, a stole that hangs around my neck and down the front of the robe. This is a symbol of my ordination to the Christian ministry the first of which was given to me by the people of my home church in East Millinocket on that occasion way back in 1984. I actually have several stoles, each one a different color and each one representing a different season of the church year, purple for Advent and Lent, white for Easter and Communion, red for Pentecost and celebrations of the church, and, and green for the long season after Pentecost. But regardless of the color or the design of the stole, the meaning is the same. 
These stoles symbolize the yoke of my commitment to Christ. It's all about my discipleship. It's a reminder to me that just as Christ has taken on his shoulders the yoke of my sin and my life, so I carry the yoke of those whom I seek to serve in Christ's name. As such, then, the stoles and the robe itself are symbols of the office I hold, that of an officer of the church by virtue of my ordination, and of having been called as pastor of the congregations I serve. But here's where it gets interesting. Unlike what, say, a police officer or a postal worker would wear, the robe I wear is not a uniform. If anything, it's the complete opposite of a uniform. For you see, uniforms are designed to identify who the person wearing that uniform is and what it is that they do. But the robe that I wear is designed to cover me up so that when people look up to the pulpit, they don't see me, per se, up there, but rather they see the one whom I represent, the one for whom I seek to speak, whose word I am called to proclaim and in whose name I seek to minister. Now, I realize that this might well seem like a subtle distinction, but it's a crucial one for me, most especially every Sunday morning. For when we gather for worship and when, once again, I stand up in front of the congregation, it's crucial that we all understand that it's not about Michael. It's not about me speaking clearly or eloquently, though I strive to at least come close to doing that. It's not about me playing the guitar or singing, even though you know I love to do that. It isn't about me saying all the right prayers or picking the right hymns or finding something funny to say occasionally, even though all of those things help make our shared worship enjoyable and meaningful, I think. The bottom line is that as a pastor... I'm not here to entertain or to put on a good show. I am here to proclaim the good news of God's salvation that comes in Jesus Christ our Lord as the Holy Spirit leads and as it gives me utterance. I am the instrument of the song that our Lord wants to pray. And folks, in order for that to happen, I do need to get out of God's way. And so I put on the, the robe each time I lead worship. I put it on to cover myself up, and so I'll remember, and so you will know that though I'm standing there at the pulpit, what's more important, what truly needs to be said and heard, hopefully what will be said and heard, will be what God wants us to receive. I wear a robe so that in a small but a very real way, together we can look beyond that which is earthbound and life-held, that we can lift our hearts beyond the limits of the sanctuary, that our understanding can grow, grow beyond what culture and human perception tells us is love, and look to God, who's the source and the ground of being and power and of love. Now, make no mistake, I'm not the only one for whom this applies. This is the exact same reason that our organists and choir members also wear robes when they bring their ministries of music to our worship so that ultimately we might look beyond the familiar faces and the beautiful voices we've come to know so well and love. In the marvelous mixture of lyric and song, melody and harmony, music and musician, that we can perceive the presence and inspiration of the Lord. 
Now, don't misunderstand me here. I, I don't want to diminish what, what these folks bring to our worship. There's no question that we're celebrating the God-given talent and the enthusiasm of those who provide that ministry of music. And well, we should. It's just that by, by wearing a robe, we're reminded that there's more going on in the music than we realize, that God is involved. And when God is involved in our music, in our speaking, in our prayers, in our silence, our worship runs even deeper than what we share on a Sunday morning. Actually, you know, I'm reminded here of Paul's words in Colossians about the necessity of clothing oneself with the virtues of compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. And most especially, Paul says, love that binds everything together in perfect harmony. Ultimately, you see, as Christians, we are all called to wear a robe. Now, it might not be ministerial or of the long-flowing variety, but the purpose of it remains the same, that as you and I cover ourselves with these Christ-like qualities, all who encounter us will not simply see a friend or a neighbor, a family member, or even some kid down the street. Rather, they will see in us one in whom Christ dwells and dwells richly. What we so often fail to realize is that when people look at you and me, they not only see our faces, but they see just beyond us to what we represent, to what we value. They can see the love and the peace and the grace of God in and through what we say, in the words we use, the, the practices to which we cling, the, the points of view to which we ascribed, and the directions of ethics and morality that we take as our own as we walk in this life. This is the robe that each one of us wears in every encounter of our daily lives. This is what people see. This is how they see us. So we need to be careful, always, that we're never sending the wrong message by the robes we happen to be wearing, to never let the ever-changing fashion sense of a hurting and hurtful world get in the way of what God, even in this moment, is seeking to say and to do through you and through me. After all, what we wear ultimately points to something beyond ourselves. So much the better when it points to something eternal. So might it be. And that's it for this episode of the Love to Tell the Story podcast. I thank you for listening today. And until next time, may God bless you with a great day every day. We'll talk to you soon.